self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am collaborative red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode I want to let you know to go to the website, www.conversationconartist.com. Check out our old episodes as well as our current one and the articles linked to it. Go to the left and hover over that mail icon and leave us some feedback or subscribe to our newsletter. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, I would like to say Happy New Year to everybody. This is our first show of 2017. Happy New Year. So we can leave all of that. 2016 was an asshat. Um, it was the worst fucking year ever. Hopefully. We might fuck around and get 2016 S. Don't say that. Don't do that. <laughs> it's always a possibility. Don't fuck no. I'm no. just saying. We had enough. We had enough. All them deaths right up to the fucking end. We had enough. 2016 edge. Fucking Carrie Fisher and her mama. Like what the fuck You know that happened to old people What happens to old people Like when they loved one dies They kind of like Oh yeah Ain't got no reason to look. So like a lot of older couples die Close that together At the same time yeah That still suck balls though It's still <laughs> terrible Um But we are still doing the list related portion of the show. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer, you can send it into the website or you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationcarartist at gmail.com. And because this is the first show of the year, I thought that it would be fun if we just kind of shared what our goals, I guess, are for 2017 or like what you're wanting to see in 2017 or however you want to. My goal is to survive. Oh my god! <laughs> survive. I really don't look at shit in like a like it's like a year. I don't look at it in the whole context. I'm a live day by day type person, you know. So it's hard for me to see. And I'm a worst case scenario thinker, uh, which yes. I can't do over long terms. You can't. <laughs> it's like circumstance by circumstance, day by day. That's gonna take me to making different and different decisions throughout the year. You know, but I guess as far as politics goes, I don't I just hope Donald Trump don't fuck up our society, whether that be war, whether that be race, whether that be creating a larger wealth gap, which, you know, that's in his business model. That's what he does. Create wealth for himself and his cohorts. So, I mean, I am not optimistic when it comes to this uh, presidential uh, these next four years, I just I'm not. I hope I hope that he surprises the fuck out of me and and and, and is not as horrible as I think he's going to be. But I'm not optimistic about that. Um, there's nothing that he's done thus far that but make me feel like maybe it'll be okay. Just maybe, <laughs> like. So I don't know what we'll see how that goes. On paper, it's some decent stuff like. He's trying to make sure that anybody that participates in his administration can't lobby for five years after leaving his administration. So these are steps that a lot of presidents should have taken in the past that he's trying to do. But the problem is he's not going to have a Congress that will allow him to no. stop these things and do these things. Like they're basically saying we can still control your life five years after this. That's the opposite of, you know, what Republican and conservative values mean. Like that's direct government control, yep. which those 
you know, agencies of government don't fool with. So, but so politics there socially, I really need to communicate with the people in my life more that uh, I valued at some point for whatever reason. You know, like not everybody clearly, <laughs> but I don't talk to my family like that. You know, but I've reached out to my family and we have good conversations. It's just growing up not around family. You know, I just talking to him wasn't a necessity. And so it's still not really a necessity, but I just don't want to get too far down in my life and be like, I ain't even talked to this person. Or this person <laughs> dead now. Or I'm at the funeral like, man, I could have called him a little bit more type situation. So fucking morbid, man. <laughs> I am. I mean, shit, death. Death be happening. Death does happen. <laughs> um, I don't know, socially... I would like to date this year. I don't think I did that last year very much. Uh, and I, it wasn't because I wasn't, I guess, I guess that, see, that's a, I feel like dating is something I can control, right? I can't control that. I can't control whether I meet somebody that I'm interested in dating or not. So I don't know that that's something I could even make a goal because I, mean, I don't have control over it. It don't change. That's what you want. I guess to I happen would in 2017. Like today, because I just you know uh, I'll be 33 this year, and you know I still go back and forth with the kid thing because I just everybody always says like you'll be different with your own kids, but I, I don't know I want to take the chance that I won't be, <laughs> and I won't I won't like them either. But I would just like to start like moving towards being like more settled. I think that's not something that. I wanted prior to now, but now I, I kind of like am getting in that that space where I'm just kind of like it would be kind of cool to be kind of settled and you know I don't know that Alabama is where I would want to be, but like working towards getting like more settled just in life in general. Um, well, again, I don't know how to fuck you accomplish that goal because again, I don't have any control over that. That's just kind of a, you know, God, fate, that whatever, whatever you believe in, I, that has to just fucking happen. I don't know. I don't have any control over like that. I don't feel like I do anyway. Kids, kids are worse than dogs in terms of neediness. I love my dogs. But your dogs can become self-sufficient in about six months. Fucking Remy don't see that motherfucker. Oh, a human God. take damn two years, not even two years. It take like sixteen years oh, yeah. to become self-sufficient and able to like exist. Like I don't want to be responsible for nothing living at this moment. <laughs> I don't know if anything will change that before it just happens. <laughs> you know, so I'm prepared for kids, but I don't know if I really care about having kids. I go back and forth simply because I think it would be kind of cool to to watch a product of me and another person and, and see what the fuck that combination would look like. To raise like a, a human from scratch. Yeah. Like a science. I, <laughs> I guess I'm looking at it like a science experiment, which is a horrible fucking thing. But just to like to to be there from beginning to end or not end but you know what I'm saying like the creation of a whole nother life I just think that would be kind of cool and to like see them develop and see what characteristics of mine that they take and what characteristics of their dad that they take and 
I just think sometimes, some days, I'm like, that would be kind of cool to see. And then other days, I'm like, they would take every fucking bad characteristic that I have, and it would they would be a little asshole child, and I would have to deal with two dogs and a little asshole child. Maybe they'll have an app for that one day. For what? For it take, you know, when technology gets to that point, you and another person can, like, put your <laughs> fingerprint on the phone, and, see what and it it'll was. randomly generate... It'll like read all of your DNA and shit and then it'll randomly generate a child. He'd be like, oh, okay, that's what it would be. By the time that shit happened, I wouldn't be capable of having no kids no I more. <laughs> but like, it's <laughs> like, I want to know that too. I want to know what random selection of my DNA and another person's will throw out here to I just survive. I think that's fucking amazing. Like, that's just a cool ass <laughs> thing, like, to see. And so that part of it I would want to see. And I feel like. I think kids are manageable. I really think it's like who you have helping you raise the kids. So I think that's the part that you have to kind of focus in on because you don't have no control over what traits the kid are going to get as far as from the two of you. But you do have control over whether or not you're going to procreate with this motherfucker who who obviously showing signs of mental illness in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I, I look at having kids from that perspective of I just think that that would be kind of cool to like create a life and and get to watch it develop and watch them because i mean i I think that's kind of cool with i got the puppy now and he does that on a much faster scale than a child would but he like learned new shit every day and the look on it when he figures shit out like oh shit i could do this like he could jump on the couch now totally get on the couch by himself first time he did that shit he was like oh fuck like i could what I can get up here like he was amazed and now this motherfucker pounce on me all the time I be sleep on the couch and then just bam just rim it on top of me so listen, I kind of regret that listen honestly. people if you if you got kids and you have the mindset that you can't pay, compare kids to animals I don't know why you can compare anything shit. to fucking anything okay <laughs> that is just a fact you can compare anything to anything so shut up about it alright plus I just think but you know, kids. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be an asshole right now and say I think dogs are a little better than kids, only because they, they, they progress so much faster, and you don't have to wait so long for them to get shit and understand shit, and they just do it so much faster. And they also don't live as long, but they just so much faster. This little nigga, when I got him, was like five pounds. He's twenty pounds now. I'm not even joking. Seven weeks later, he is twenty pounds. He's a twenty but kids pound puppy. At least get to a point where they can do stuff for you. Dogs never get there. You're gonna do stuff for dogs until they die. Hey, guess what though? Kids get to a point where they can do stuff for you. That don't mean that they're gonna do. You could be then raised some little sorry. Dogs love you unconditionally. Don't matter what the fuck is going on, and they do as much as they can within their power without their opposable thumbs. They what's do the success as much as rate? They can. What's the success rate? Of your mama getting you to do what she wants you to do. My mama beat the shit out of me very uh, good. 99%? Yeah, yeah. Because the, the opposite, the, um, the, the, I was going to get ass beaten if I didn't. So, the choice is like, I'm great. not debating the strategies under which you get the child to comply. I'm just saying compliance is possible. i when they get older, though, that, that you, you don't really have much to, to use to you get them expect to comply. To, you shouldn't expect it after 18. The fuck I should have done all not. I done, done for you for 18 years and got you here and got you in a place where you could take care of yourself. Then I get old and that's it. Your job as a back. parent is to prepare that child to survive without that you. That is that's that it. bullshit right there. That's nature. So you telling me when I'm dribbling on myself 
I you can't come wipe my mouth. Listen, you going against your own argument right now. So I was just going going giving you an idea of how it works. But that's what I'm saying. Like you don't have a guarantee that the kid is gonna do that. That's my point, is that I might be sending someone dribbling on myself and they might just lock me up in a home and be like, fuck her. Only in the worst case scenario will a child not do more for you than a dog can. I live in the world of worst case. No, you don't. Not really. Okay. I don't think so. I feel like my kids, I don't know. I don't know. Unless you have a child born with no legs and no arms. That's like the worst case scenario. Right? I guess. (laughs) Of, Of a person that you want to do things for you. But I'm talking about willfully not doing things, not because you're dogs are physically incapable. I, they would probably do a million things if they could, and they had the, the the mental capacities to do so. Kids have the the ability, and some of them just don't. Have, I don't want to fuck with you, no, bro. Like, thank you for keeping me alive. What is but it's your job to make that child that? It's your job to help that child realize that you gotta do some shit for me sometimes. You work with kids. You know some of these little motherfuckers. I know the badass kids still do stuff for their parents. They just do a lot of shit they ain't supposed to do either. <laughs> like, that's what happened with bad kids. Like, they ain't do stuff for their folks. But you know what? The folks fuck that up 95% of the time. <laughs> that's true. So, <laughs> well, shit. Who knows? I don't know what kind of parent I'm going to be. I better. My goal is to be a good parent, but who the fuck knows? I don't know. If my dogs are any indication, they're going to be spoiled as shit because them dogs run my house. I need. I just need parents to say at the beginning, before they have children, when they're about to be a parent, you need to say certain shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you got to create your boundaries. <laughs> I'm not going to put my hands on this kid. You know, I will whoop my child, but only on the back of the legs. I'm not going to berate this child and speak negatively, doing things to influence their self-esteem negatively. And I'm going to try to create the best environment that I can for this child. If you live by some boundaries that you set that makes sense, then you'll, you'll be much closer to doing that shit than far away from it. Because what happens is parents parent day by day, which you kind of got to do. But in terms of they didn't have a plan, you know what I'm saying? It's like Mike Tyson said, everybody got a plan till you get hit in the mouth. <laughs> like that's how parents parent. It's like every day they get hit in the mouth by some bullshit a kid doing, but they don't have no guide as to how to do it. So they automatically revert back to what was going on with them. You know, they automatically say, what will my mama do? Beat that ass. And then DHR getting caught on your ass. Child services are coming to your house. And then I got to be involved because you got to come sit with me and figure yeah. out what the fuck you did wrong. Bullshit done happen now. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I said all that. I'm not having a kid this year. Let me just put that out there. 2017 will not be the year of, of Little Red. But I would like to be closer to Little Red's creation if little red is gonna exist that's what i'll say Mm -hmm. because you know i think i'm in a place where i i can i'm ready to dedicate time to that because like i think i said on the last show my thing is going to be including somebody in my life because it's difficult for me to do that because i haven't had to do that for such a long time and so but i think i'm in a place where i'm like ready to do that and and willing to 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 do that so I'll just be closer to Little Red, but Little Red will not be making appearance this year. That is for fucking sure. I used to have my my daddy old girlfriends used to come up to me and say, "You look just like your daddy." One, that's very inappropriate. So, ladies, <laughs> if you used to date a dude and you see that kid in the future, don't do that. That it's just uncomfortable. It's awkward. Why would you even want to? One, don't do that. Number two, <laughs> I wanted to be like, bitch. That's how it works. Like 
I'm supposed to look like my family. <laughs> Y'all would be talking shit if I didn't look like my daddy. <laughs> like, I don't know I'm supposed to. Family. Like, don't tell me that I look like him. That's how it. That's how it works. That's how like genetics works. That is how genetics. You know, works. I look just like my fucking mom. We look very much alike. Mm-hmm. And people tell me that all the time. Like her old classmates and shit. Like she looked just like you. Like that's how genes work. We okay. are supposed to as much as possible merge of two families. She's my mom. Some so. families have more dominant genes than others, so you look more like your daddy than your mama sometimes. More like your mama than your daddy sometimes. I mean, I was sitting around in a sack in her stomach for nine months, so I mean, I should probably favor her at least some. I don't know. I'd be mad a- as, let me tell you so. Let me just say that. Let me put this out there. If I go through nine months of baking a baby. And this baby come out looking like their dad, and I can't. I'm gonna be mad as a motherfucker. I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. How you gonna look just like this nigga? Like seriously, I cooked you. Like you, I was the uncomfortable one for that. He just sat around. Did he waited for you to get here? That's what he did. That was his contribution. He sat on the outside and went and got me fucking Cheerios when I asked for it but that was it and then you how dare you come out of here looking like him what the fuck I'm gonna be so mad you can blame your inferior gene pool (laughs) (laughs) your genes should be stronger than his they they lost that battle I'm gonna be so fucking mad at my kids like I don't you favor him Favor me too, though. I don't want to not be able to see me in you. And just every time I look at you, you look just like a damn but daddy. But kids evolve, though. Like in in, in appearance. That's like, true. The ugly duckling kids. They well, turn into sometimes the mediocre swan. Some of them turn into the beautiful swan. Most of them turn into the mediocre swan. But you know, they gonna evolve. They gonna start off with you know his nose, and then they gonna end up with your forehead, and then they gonna have a combination of both of y'all chin. Let's hope, cause I would be mad as fuck. I'm gonna be salty. Ooh, I'm gonna be so salty if you come out looking like your daddy after all I did, all this uncomfortable. I can't sleep on my stomach, and that's how I sleep, cause I might crush you. I done gained all this fucking weight and shit, and just unhappy and can't eat, and then you come out looking like him. Just all he did was sat by the grinning. Buying shit, waiting for you to get here. I'm the one sitting here being uncomfortable as a motherfucker, and then you come out looking like him, like if, he did anything. If that <laughs> happened with me and my lady was on that stuff, none of that shit better come to me. <laughs> like we both gonna have a bad time if you blame my superior gene pool for a child that looked like me. I promise you, that, like it won't be a good time for her. Like she gonna be like, damn, this was a bad idea. <laughs> taking out this frustration on him i would be so bad just because i just i see like it's like it's not fun pregnancy don't look fun don't look fun at all it looks uncomfortable as fuck you got a whole person inside you just kicking around kicking your organs and shit sitting on your bladder so you gotta pee every five seconds like it looks horrible it ain't supposed to be fun it's supposed to be meaningful that's bullshit it's easy for you to say that. <laughs> you won't have to deal with it. You be one of the motherfuckers that get to sit on the sideline waiting to catch the baby when it come out. That don't change that all of that nine-month process is the reason that when that baby come out, you will murder somebody for his ass. <laughs> like, that's what that is about. That don't change that it's meaningful just because a man say it. <laughs> and I don't go through it. <laughs> oh, that's going to be... It's like, uh, it's like getting hazed. <laughs> You get hazed by life, the universe, and your baby, all at the same time. That bullshit. <laughs> my 
eternal hope. I'm lactose intolerant. I let me tell you something. If I could tolerate milk while I'm pregnant, that kid ain't getting nothing but ice cream. <laughs> nothing but different flavors. My doctor gonna be like, Red, you gotta eat nutrients. Like you gotta get you gotta eat more than ice cream. And I'm gonna be like, Hey, look, I don't know if this gonna last after after they not there no more. <laughs> I gotta enjoy this while I can And it's so many different fucking flavors of ice cream I won't even get bored For nine months I'm just gonna eat ice cream So if my body can tolerate lactose When I'm pregnant (laughs) Just gonna tell my husband Like just come home With a pint of ice cream Don't even come in here without it Cause you gonna have to go back out And you gonna be mad Just come in here with a pint, don't, don't eat, surprise me. I don't even need to know what kind because I'm trying them all. So just surprise me. Just bring in a pint of ice cream every day that you come in. You gonna get done looking like Precious. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have cardiac issues getting done. You gonna be able to walk up steps, and you got a baby now. And dropping babies ain't a good look. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good look. It's not. But I, if I could tolerate lactose, so much ice cream. I don't even care about cheese. I never developed a taste for cheese, but ice cream is delicious, and I'm super salty that I can't have it. So, if I could eat it, I'd probably have another kid just for the lactose, just so I could. <laughs> might not work like that. You might end up a cunt. Man, as you might have pregestational diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to monitor your sugar intake. <laughs> be like, damn it! Listen, I learned in 2016. Don't be asking the universe for stuff. Once you once the universe <laughs> learn of your plans, it's gonna fuck your plans up. That's how it works. <sighs> I told everybody I was gonna grill a big fat delicious ass <laughs> steak for New Year's Day and it rained all day. It's still raining right now. It's still raining. Like <laughs> I feel stopped. like that happened because the universe knew that was gonna happen. And you know what? I know this is like a egotistical type of dialogue because I'm staking the whole universe's actions on me <laughs> and what I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I feel that way. I don't let the universe know shit. I just do shit by surprise and live day by day and I don't say nothing out loud. <laughs> so the universe can't fuck me up. But that's pretty much it for 2017. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to these movies. Yes. That's coming out. Yes. Like, it's a lot of good movies coming out. I mean, Black Panther, the only one I really... Give a fuck about it at this moment. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 2. Oh, fuck. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Little group is so fucking adorable. I'm waiting. I'm so excited. So, I don't have a list of movies in front of me, so I'm, I can't listen to I want to travel this year. I don't, I don't, did I go anywhere last year? Atlanta. That's about it. I want to go somewhere this year. That's another goal. I don't know when or where, but, um. You going somewhere? Oh, I'm going to Vegas in March. Mm-hmm. So. I'm trying to go that. somewhere. I think I want to go to North Carolina to see Hamilton. They put out some yes, show with your dates. humming ass. Since you be humming the shit all the time, you should go. I like this. You I like this shit. Totally I mean, go. I want to see it. Yeah, it's somewhere else I'm supposed to be going. <clears throat> oh, it's no airport. <laughs> um. So yeah, if y'all have a question that y'all would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the uh, website or you can send it into our Gmail account at conversationcardartist at gmail uh, I guess since we're on the new year, let's talk about New Year's Eve and Mariah Carey. Because Mariah Carey, I don't know what the fuck that was. Mariah Carey has lost her voice. I don't know what happened. I don't know what what went on. 
because she hasn't sounded the same in a very long time. And she had a performance where she, it was, uh, was it Emotions? I think it was the song Emotions. Mm-hmm. And, which, if you've ever heard Emotions, you know that that is a song that is full of them high-pitched-ass notes that she's known for. She was saying, she said later, that that was not the song she was supposed to perform. But it's your song. Like, okay, you didn't green light this song. Okay. Somebody fucked up. Okay. But it's your song. You should still be able to fucking sing that shit. She instead just trapezed around the fucking stage talking shit. Didn't sing a note. <laughs> like, waltz around instead of singing. Like, who up? So if she didn't okay that song... That was a shady motherfucker that picked because that's one of her her toughest songs I think because of all of them high notes that she does in the song. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of shady if they did do that because <laughs> you knew she wasn't gonna be able to hit the fucking. She I don't even remember the last time I heard Mariah Carey sing and she sounded. I just don't understand how like any it would make sense that anytime you travel you travel as a performer, every single one of your songs should probably be accessible in that same way. Like, why couldn't she just say, you know, change the tape or change the, you know, change the song? I don't understand what, what would make that difficult, you know. I so, to know. me, that don't make sense. Now, I don't know that world, but that don't make sense to me. She said that that was not the song that was okay. She didn't sing it. She just walked around the stage talking shit. Like, seriously. And then, I don't know what... Y'all are these sparkly leotards. Look, Lord, okay. Her and Britney, her and Britney Spears can't let go of this. Y'all are in, I don't know if Britney's quite in her 40s. She close. She knocking down the door, if not. You too, like, let go of these see-through leotards. She had all this see-through leotard with glitter all over it. The same shit that Britney Spears, like, y'all need to stop this. She had an album named Glitter. Okay. Not no more. <laughs> no, she still has an album named Glitter. But she's not Glitter's age anymore. <laughs> she won Glitter age when she put out Glitter. Right, so she right. has an irrational need to have Glitter involved, All I guess. butterflies and shit. My carriage is crazy as fuck. She been crazy. But that it was just ridiculous. Like, she looked crazy just walking around the stage. And if I had been out there in the cold... To watch you perform and this, what the fuck I get? I would have been mad as shit. She's just crazy. I don't. I don't know. You know. I feel like some, you should be able to sing any any song you've ever sang. You should be able to sing it. Why? Why I mean, wouldn't you be able to sing your? It's your song. These are your songs from your fucking uh, discography. Why would you not be able to? Because when we born, we start to die, and so does all of our cells, including some in our throats. Like if if we think she's supposed to be able to do them high ass falsettos until she in the goddamn okay maybe bed. she can't but she could have done she could have taken it down she didn't have to do it at the same octave she didn't try she didn't do shit she just decided fuck this I ain't doing nothing I'm not saying she had to hit the high notes but you could have taken it down a couple of octaves because you had the capabilities of doing that you had a range had the range to do that you could have just taken it down some octaves and did a lower version of it. She just walked around the stage. 90% of these celebrities are petty and spoiled. She's definitely fits into she that is, group. She is. Yes. She Ain't does. she the one that was trying to sue this dude for dating her? 
<laughs> she is definitely petty, spoiled, and entitled. What the fuck was that? What was she trying to? Oh, damn, I forgot. She what dated the name somebody, she and he. She, she said he wasted her time. Wasted she, her time. He wasted her time, but she gave it a, a name. I forgot what the fuck that shit was called. Yeah, that was her ass. So she is spoiled. She ain't. She ain't gonna do nothing. She just looked a mess. She looked a fool. It looks stupid. When you do something, Kingston don't like what he do. <laughs> <laughs> he don't change. He don't change it close to what he should have done. <laughs> he don't. <no. laughs> he fucked the game up. Kingston is an asshole, though. Well, Mariah Carey's an asshole. <laughs> so, I mean, it makes sense if that's the case. He's the little ass. <laughs> I bet that you call him my dog cat or cat dog. He is, he is not a cat dog. He's a it's, dog. I mean, he's not a cat dog like the, the cartoon where it had a cat on his ass. I don't know which one was the ass. They were both the head. They both, yeah. Nobody was the ass. They just bent in the middle. How did where they food go? In the middle. <laughs> don't make sense like eventually if we never if we never released our bios we'll explode uh, they never released it unless somebody was vomiting it out that's gross did they ever eat maybe they didn't eat but then they wouldn't they continue ate. to be able to live yeah they did see then it don't make sense they ate on the show I remember that but he does have some cat like characteristics I will admit that but he's not a cat I mean I know he ain't a cat but he got a cat personality <laughs> Cat on the inside. Remy, on the other hand, Remy, I I don't know if Remy is, cause I think the defining element of a dog is that he's stupid. What the fuck? Kind of, why? Why dogs got to be stupid? Because they, it ain't intentional stupid. It's it's like this wonder that will always get them killed. <laughs> you know, I wonder what I wonder what running out in front of that car is like. <laughs> Bloop. Dead. But you know, it's the saying is that curiosity kills the dog, it's curiosity kill the cat. Yeah, but the cat got nine lives. <laughs> See, the dog just got one. <laughs> I really I don't know, Remy might get smart. He ain't it's not that he ain't smart, he just fucking wild, man. Like Kingston was never Kingston as a puppy was chill. Kingston like chewed maybe one thing. I spanked him, you know, he, he played with it. It wasn't nothing like Remy has like destroyed shit in my apartment. Like there's like wall. Like he's destroyed shit. Keisha never did that. Remy just like everywhere. He <laughs> he ain't got no fear. He leap off shit. <laughs> like, just, you need to get one of them things from Rick and Morty. That collar to put on. Oh, him. where he could talk. Yeah. <laughs> so he can become just a little bit more self-aware But not too much So the dogs take over the universe I'm scared to see what the fuck he would say If he could just talk You know, tell him he young I feel like he'd be like a squirrel Just everywhere Like just everywhere I don't know But So yes Mariah Carey Mariah Carey Terrible crazy. Terrible performance She looked like shit And I really wish you would stop wearing just stop wearing le these leotards, please. No more leotards. In 2017, let's leave the leotard. Beyonce is, I blame Beyonce for this because she the one that just keep on with the leotards and everybody want to keep on with the leotards. In 2017, I would just like to see less leotards, less skin tight, all over shit. So Kimberell, you know Kimberell? I do. What's the name of that uh, gospel show with the gospel singers? I can't remember the name of it. Kurt Franklin was the host? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, uh, some Sunday. 
I want to say any that given Sunday? Sunday, but that is not it. Yeah, it's not a Jamie Foxx movie. That's Sunday's best. Sunday's best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was a judge on that. I don't know if that's still going. Her, Donnie McClurkin, Yolanda Adams. And I don't know, I didn't keep up with the show, but I'm sure it had a flurry of different people that yeah, came I think in it and did. out. Barry Barry was on there one time, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she had some comments talking about lesbians and gays calling them perverted. And I'm not sure if that's general because you know, there's a lot of sermons that talk about homosexuality. Or I don't know if it's a Miss Eddie Long. You know, coming back to did you see that picture Eddie Long? I was just about to ask you that same thing. <laughs> Eddie Long took it out so my crazy. That motherfucker is sick. I don't. I, he is sick. I don't know if he got the package, but he is sick. Something it looked like is going he, on. Look like he got out of the hospital bed, got dressed to come to the church, left the church, and went back to the hospital bed. He like he looks so sick. We need to get his appearance in. So sick. He's. Tiny. It, he's like skin and bones. And it ain't like because it's a difference between losing weight and being by sick. you know yeah. by working out or, or whatever and, being and losing sick. weight by almost dying. He don't look like the good low losing weight because his head looks so much bigger than the rest of his is, body. So, because he lost. It. That's why. How will you lose weight rapid like that? He look like even. he look like ET. I hate you. He do look at his head. <laughs> like look at his, how big his head is compared to his neck. And tell me that don't look like E.T. He does. I, I think some of his church members have been saying he got some kind of form of cancer. I went, See, this is what happens. Why not just, if you have cancer, if you fight a battle with cancer, you this religious figure, then why not just say, hey, I got cancer, me and the Lord working on it, whatever. Like, just come out and say that instead of just trying to, he keep talking about a vegan diet. Motherfucker, you ain't lost that eating no, no lettuce. You can miss me with that shit. No, you didn't. You're sick. I don't know what sickness it is. He is definitely fucking sick. And I just feel like if why wouldn't you share that as somebody that's supposed to be this huge religious figure? Why wouldn't you share your, share your testimony, your battle with this this disease, so that when you come out victorious, why wouldn't you just share that? It ain't a testimony yet. It ain't a testimony until you come out of it, is it? Is is it? Is, can't you talk about it? As I mean, you're you going can talk about it? whatever you want to. I mean, ain't nobody know. gonna talk shit about you if you come out there and say, "I'm gonna die," <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's your testimony. But I've always, I've always seen testimonies be where I've overcome this thing, and God has helped me overcome this thing, and this is how it well, happened. He's still out here in the public eye, like he good, so he be giving it to. I'm good. I'm fine. The Lord has, you know, healed me, or whatever the case may be. Like. I don't know, but he looked fucking terrible. Eddie Long is one of those preachers who have elevated himself psychologically. Yeah. You know, a big criticism I have of pastors and church congregations in general is that they lift the pastor up higher than level of man supposed to be. And while some pastors always, you know, keep that at bay, some pastors absorb it. that. Yeah, he does. You know, and I feel like he absorbed, like, I saw a sermon where. He was being carried on like a big chair uh, yeah. throne type thing. And like, wrapped in a in a Jewish uh what is it, Torah? <laughs> yeah, I don't but I feel like he absorbed that, so he's not going to taint his own image, even if he encourages his congregation to do so through testimony and through talking about your experiences and how God helps you overcome those so things. So stupid. You know, so I don't think he would. He probably got booty cancer. 
Or penis cancer. Get back to Kim Prostate cancer. I fucking hate you so much. I mean, I'm just saying, I like, if, if God gonna get his man cancer, <laughs> he might as well stop his penis from working since he been banging these little boys. Kim Burrell. So Kim Burrell <laughs> was talking you. shit about lesbian and gays calling them, and I'm saying it. I'm saying it the way the article says it. I don't refer to gay people as gays. I think that's probably. <laughs> not good but that's what the article said but it just go for me it just goes into maybe the hypocrisy that comes into church because it's a whole it's a whole faith rooted in being able to repent and being forgiven for your sins which I know is God's responsibility to do apparently because Christians don't do it no they don't they don't they don't forgive people for their sins no they do not Here's the thing. I don't understand. And hold on a minute. Let me say okay. it's not a sin. One. Homosexual is not a sin. From her perspective, it's a sin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's not forgiving. I don't even want to make it sound like I'm saying that it's a sin. But from her perspective, I know she believes it's a sin. So isn't that something that's forgivable? But you can go ahead. Just I was just going to, like, I don't. <sighs> I just don't get the mentality of thinking that, like, gay people are these, like, <laughs> these people that are just out here you know raping and pillaging when heterosexuals are the worst when it comes to this shit like the thing that you think is of God and is okay is out here raping women behind fucking garbage cans and getting you know three months and like I don't I don't understand why people think that that, that gay people and lesbians are, are out here just just molesting folks that, that it's just this horrific thing that they're they're just out here like stealing babies in the night like every time I hear like a religious person describe it they describe them as like, like these worst people ever and it's like do you know the, the people in your own backyard what the fuck they're doing like this does not make them these <laughs> these monstrous people their sexual orientation doesn't turn them into fucking gremlins like, I like I don't understand that mentality because when you see the shit that's going on in the church when you have stories like Eddie Long and you have stories of all of the shit that happened in the Catholic Church like what (laughs) it's just it's loopholes to Christianity though like (laughs) look at it like this okay the Bible says that sexual intercourse with another man is the sin you know but and that's the assumption. But if you are into men but never have sex with men, that's not the scene. You know? Or if you're a man that has a woman but you want to get pegged by her, <laughs> that's a loophole. Right? <laughs> I guess. Like, even cohabitation, the problem in that is sex with the person. If you choose to live with somebody and y'all don't have, and y'all sex. Don't have sex, loophole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I just... I just wonder where the edge of that is. Like, I wonder if they found out that a prominent, a prominent male in the in the church was getting pegged. What would they? Would, is that a sin now? As How long they feel as it was him? by his wife, because it's a woman doing it. I mean, it. that's ideal. I, that's ideal. You would hope. But I feel like 
look at Eddie Long. Like, I feel like that's what would happen because they're so supportive of the man that they have in charge of their church. Usually, congregations are going to step by him. So it's, but it's his wife. It's not like he's out here sleeping with men. That's what that's between him and his wife. What they do, what they do in their bedroom is their business. But you all of these other folks' bedrooms trying to tell them what the fuck they need to be doing. I just... Every time I hear somebody religious describe homosexuality, they describe it in such in, in in a way that makes it seem like they're all out here just like fucking jumping on folks and 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 that's not what it is. Like uh. is in ninety nine percent of the cases a passive existence that just want to be left alone. Yeah, like. <laughs> It's like, I don't want somebody out in the streets coming up to me and say, how's your fucking? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want nobody to do that. Like, we do that with homosexuality. Yes. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We basically say, you fucking somebody I don't agree with you from. Why are you doing that? Why are you you doing that? You sound like (laughs) Stewie. That don't make sense to me at all. It doesn't make sense. Like, I just... Kim Burrell's not the first person. Like, again, I just, every time I hear the description of it, it just, it bothers me because, you know, you are basing this on this one thing, on this person that you don't see or have to deal with. And so their whole being, their whole who they are is now impacted by this. And so now they obviously are a terrible person because they choose to sleep with men or they choose to sleep with women. So now you are a fucking terrible person. And it's just like, and this one of the art, one of the articles I read said Kimberell in hot fire. It should have said Kimberell just another day in the fucking Christian community. Yeah, like this is what they talk. About. Like some happens. pastors believe this shit, but they know that they have members of their congregation that are a part of the LGBT community. So you know what? They are fucking considerate enough not to make that a part of their sermon. You know, so and the ones that make it a part of the sermon that it's just. It's just disheartening. Like today, if I went to a church service and they said some shit like that, I would legit walk out. Like I would legit leave. Like as an adult, I can do that. Yeah. I've endured so many Me sermons too. with yep. things that I didn't agree with. Like when I started listening. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, back then <laughs> I didn't sleeping. know what I agree with because back then I was still kind of being crafted and molded in terms of what I, I agree with. But like thinking back, I didn't agree with a lot of that stuff yeah. and, and how it was being put. And so now I would legit walk out if they start talking shit about the LGBT community. Because it's... I would probably walk out if they start talking, you know, talking politics and saying vote for this kind of way or do that. Like, as a counselor, as a therapist, a part of our ethical boundaries is that we can't use our personal beliefs in order to influence another person's decision making because they are in a vulnerable position. Yep. And if I say if if I have a person that I that's trying to find a new way to live because they tired of how their life is and I say, "You know what? Jesus is my Lord and Savior." They're going to say, "Oh, Jesus is my Lord and Savior." <laughs> Cuz they're vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. So, we have to take it upon ourselves to leave as much of that stuff out as possible. When they bring it in, you know, maybe that's up to you as a therapist. But well, I feel it depends like, on where you work, because yeah, work, and it depends on where you work. Because I work for a nonprofit that the grants that we I can't can't do that. So anytime that's like a big part of whatever the issue is, I have to do a referral out because we can't touch. Well, I that. mean, like if they find comfort in in faith and and they bring up faith in God, like 
it's ways to tap dance around oh, not yeah, implicating no, like, anything re- regarding your faith. Oh, yeah. No, you know what but I'm I saying? Mean, I, like, I had a couple that only stayed together because God doesn't believe in divorce. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do nothing with that. Like, that, <laughs> it was not a way. I don't know what to tell you. Like, y'all hate each other and <laughs> shit is horrible, but God doesn't believe in divorce, so he wants y'all to stay together and be unhappy for the whole rest of your life till somebody dies. <laughs> But I feel like pastors have that kind of power and they have oh, that kind of influence. They and do. I, I just, and they use it. I would hate to see it. I hate. I won't. I won't better see it used. I, won't, I ain't gonna sit there and see it used. A lot of them use it. It's I sad. guess unless I'm with somebody. If I'm with somebody, and it'll be look weird to them for me to walk out. Then fuck this shit. I'll just tune it out. <laughs> I start. You know, got cell phones now. I just start. You know, texting <laughs> or Instagramming the sermon. <laughs> But I just I don't know that every time I hear stories like that it just makes me sad because nobody else if if you go up to a heterosexual and like try to tell them what who they need to be sleeping with or, they get mad as fuck like this is my business but you telling this whole group of people who the fuck they should be sleeping with and I just don't get it and I don't understand it and I don't how you don't understand how you can demonize somebody based on some shit that ain't got nothing to do with you nothing to do with you is it rational? It's very much so. But that's how that's how deeply important it is for Christians to live by the Bible. I but think you realistically, live by the Bible. You live by it. Like why I got to? Why why is it so important for you that I do what you feel like I should be doing? Why don't you focus on your ass? You live the way you feel like you're supposed to live. You answer for your sins when you die, and let me answer for mine. But they, they're not capable of doing that. This is the thing. I know. Christians, you know, in, in Christianity, they say, you know, being a good person is not enough. But if you be a good person, if you live life as a generally good person to humanity and your fellow man, then you will be following the Bible and the Torah and the Quran and all of these different these scripts. What happens is small minority groups take little bitty context out of the Bible and they use that shit heavily. Just the same way uh, they take the death out of the Quran and suicide and, oh, yeah. and, and you know murdering your enemy shit out of the Quran yeah. Christians take that homosexuality and, and little shit like that out of the Bible and it, and it, that don't represent what the Bible is trying to accomplish you know what I'm saying the, the whole gist of the Bible is love every fucking body don't do nobody crazy if you do somebody crazy you know what I'm gonna make you pay as you know God Yeah. <clears throat> but Christians make people pay in the context of how yep. we live. Yep. And that shit's stupid to me. It is. But it is what it is. Well, let's uh let's talk about a heterosexual I think fake ass couple. So Drake and J Lo are fucking apparently. I don't believe it. I don't think I think that they're about to release some music together, which I, who the fuck cares about a J Lo Drake, you know, mashup, but I think that this is just like publicity because they've been posting all these hugged up pictures and shit and J-Lo's like 20 years older than Drake which you know Cougars Cougars out there Cougars exist and they can look worse yeah he I mean he got a great Cougar he got I just don't know the motivation I don't know the motivation for the Cougars what do you mean what do you mean? If you're a woman in your forties and your fifties, and you questioning whether or not you still got it, and you're still sexy, what what better way to fulfill that 
that need then to be able to pull some young popular young man because I think attractive women always gonna be able to pull attractive men but that I mean poor men but it's about self perception it's not about what they're actually capable of doing I think that especially with like J-Lo and, and the industry that she in and all of these young women and all of this plastic surgery and shit like I feel like a lot of them question whether or not you know they when the wrinkles and shit start coming I think that's that's like a self perception thing like we look at J-Lo and be like she gonna always be able to fuck whoever the fuck she want to but in her mind, that might not be the case. Besides Young Thug, yeah. I don't know who J-Lo could call who wouldn't come do some Instagram pictures. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you the truth. Like, But again, you as a therapist, you know how self-perception could be completely different from the perception of everybody around you. And I think as women get older and, and begin to feel like, you know, they're not as they're not Rihanna. They're not Beyonce. They're not these young things. You know, they they their time may be passing. The, what better way to feel like you know what? I just I got this twenty something year old running around. <laughs> Listen, whoever listening to this podcast that can pass this message up to J Lo, call anybody. <laughs> they coming. Okay. <laughs> They will be there. They will. I think she feels better about herself. Because look, shit, before him, her little boy toy that she had for the long Casper Smart was like 20 years old. He about the same age as fucking Drake. Like, that makes her feel youthful, I think. I think a lot of cougars do that because it makes them feel youthful. Makes them feel youthful to do that. And honestly, I think when you get to be a certain age, a lot of men are trying to get some sugar babies. So what you got left? If the niggas your age is getting sugar babies, <laughs> what choice do you have but to go a little younger? If if you too old for the motherfuckers your age, because I watched uh, a video about this. She thirty? Was she like? I think she was thirty seven. She looked old as fuck. Was not attractive. Set up for life because some man she a sugar baby. He just and she got two daughters that she teaching that you know you just find a man an I older man. Shit. What the fuck? So yeah, I think that um, I think it's just about feeling youthful, having somebody that makes you feel youthful. That's what I think cougaring is about. I think that you know you get to be a certain age, and if you able to catch the eye of this young ass motherfucker who could have somebody his age, but is instead choosing to be with you, that's an ego boost. But I feel like. That person being Drake is counterproductive. Well, but that's why I say in this case, I don't think they really dating. I think well, that either way it's publicity. Either way, he's just this won't last. No, and it won't. he is business minded enough to know that he should do this. Yeah, so that shouldn't be something that helps your self esteem. I don't think again. I don't think this is a cougar situation. Oh, I think this speaking. is yeah. I I was talking about like cat her before it was a but this. I think this is completely for publicity. I don't think they for together for real. Like I I really don't believe it. I just don't. I think they finna put out some music. And this is like leading up to them putting out music and this is to get people talking. Because really, who the fuck is still checking for J Lo's music? <laughs> Somebody. Latino community. So in order for her to get a further reach for this particular joint, whatever it is, Drake gonna help her with that. I feel like this is a business interest. This I don't feel like it's her being cougarish. But her boyfriend before, God Casper, that was definitely her being cougarish because that motherfucker was like twenty. 
<laughs> like when they got together. So I see the motivation. Okay, the motivation for Drake to get with her is business pursuits. But the motivation for a regular young dude to get with a cougar is some young dudes got mommy issues. Some dudes just like older women. There are men that like older women. I mean, it's a thing in the male community to pull older women type situation. Where, so you that know, might be something that they're getting out of it. Is that I, you know, I got this forty some joint. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that would be their only... And, I mean, an older woman is going to be more established and might be able to tell... You might be her sugar baby. You might be getting tossed some gifts here and there. Give me the loot. So that might be also motivation because older women are also more... Usually going to be pretty established depending on how old she is. So she might be tossing you some... Tossing you some bling here and there. You know what mm-hmm. I so they have the the men have motivation in it as well, but for the women, I really feel like it's just it's that ego boost that I was able to get this twenty something year old to be interested in my forty some year old ass. I still got it. Mm-hmm. I still can. I can still uh, run out here with these young girls. <laughs> so yeah, I got you. Talladega College. Uh. So clearly, Donald Trump. As the new president-elect will be having his inauguration on the 20th, 21st, one of those days. And Talladega College is going to be marching. Um, the band is going to be marching so in that parade. Ashamed. That is my hometown. I'm ashamed. Talladega is where Red is from. Ashamed. <laughs> it is next to Istaboga. Just and to let you know, just to let you know the ridiculousness of the names of some of these places in Alabama. Childersburg, Sylacauga, um, Alpine. It's down all, all that's yeah, about the same. Weird place. name places. Yeah, and they are a traditional. They're old HBC? HBCU. One of the worst HBCUs. What What is the standard that you're calling it the worst by? You need to say you ever see the campus. <laughs> have you seen Alabama State? I have. I'll talk about before the renovations, before they started. I bed. did. Talented College is worse. Oh, oh, on state's best day, Talented College is, is or on state's worst day, Talented College is still worse. Like the buildings and shit, like it don't even look like it's a college campus. It look like the projects. Yeah. That's what Miles College looked like. The projects. That's what Talladega. Just about Talladega, like unless they, I, I will say I haven't rolled through the campus in a while. So unless they did some major fucking renovations, that shit looks terrible. Like I think maybe somebody asked me when they found out that I was from Talladega why I didn't go to the college. First of all, that shit is up the street from my parents, and I was trying to get the fuck away. <laughs> Secondly, that shit is raggedy as fuck. Like, no, and I never wanted to go to an HBCU. Like, that just was never, that was never some shit I even considered. So, yeah, I just wouldn't try. But if you get a chance to ride through the college, you should do that. I will not. I don't got no reason to go to television. <laughs> and I want to keep it that way. Ain't shit there. Unless like, my business venture take me there, that might happen. Ain't nothing there. Like it's not a college town. Like for people that co- I just would love to like talk to somebody that came from like, cause people come from, like New York and shit to go there because it's the HBCU. They be giving people money to come there too. Yeah. Probably. Well, shit, they got to to get. I just would. 
I just wonder like what that's like for somebody who's used to having access. It ain't nothing there. Tyler, like what's the right there's nothing in the immediate vicinity of the college like there's no stores there's no shops there's no nothing like there used to be like a bargain town like down the street shit and i don't even think it's that kind bargain of a, town don't even damn exist no more do it i don't think so but that's the kind of shit like that that lets you know the general area of, of and i didn't realize is. in the context of this country how country as hell the name bargain town sounds <laughs> As a store, <laughs> listen. Bar- Bargain Town is a store, people. It's just it like is. a little discount, like Dollar one, General. I think they still want the Childersburg on the main strip. I think that is. I think that's Bargain not, Town. It ain't Bargain Town. I had clients in Childersburg. If it wasn't on that main, if it wasn't on two eighty strip. Yeah. No, I mean once you turn. Oh, off once you turn. Okay, okay. I'm talking about the way I go to my parents' house. Like the, I think it's seventy six. There's a Bargain Town off seventy six. Oh, okay. so. Well, I mean, anyway, the question becomes, is that a problem? Like, so you got a president who don't nobody agree with, who, if he is not racist, has stirred up and, you know, he like the what Donald Trump has done for racism is like, he's racist. You going to hit a, you (laughs) going to racist. He racist adjacent. (laughs) Race adjacent. That's a good way to put it. But what Donald Trump has done to race is like he just hit a beehive with a stick. <laughs> That's what he did. He hit a beehive with a stick of racism. The stick was, you know, him. He hit the stick. He hit the beehive racism and all the races came out and they fucking everybody up. Pretty much. They don't even care who hit it with the stick. Nope. They just like, we here now? Yep. Y'all own news. Pretty much. And and he he's just like being the puppet master of racism, like well, the Geppetto of racism. <laughs> and you know, all these racists is Pinocchio. Yep. That's kind of what Donald Trump is doing. But that person should an HBCU march in a band for his inauguration? Because on the other side, he is the president of the country that's about to represent America. Like, how much separation can we really have from Red shaking her head no over here. I need to get some response. <laughs> How much separation are black people supposed to have from Donald Trump? How does that look? <laughs> Do you know how coonish it looks for them to be like cuz I guarantee you that it's they fucking extremely. And and I guarantee like first of all, I'm sure a lot of you motherfuckers listening now, this the first outside of Ricky Bobby that y'all have heard of Talladega or that the fact that they had a fucking college or the fact that it was a HBCU. So I can assure you that they were not the first fucking choice. Y'all the only ones that agreed to do this bullshit cuz nobody else would. They were not the first choice. I, I can promise you that because most people don't even know this shit is even on the map. It's so tiny and so inconsequential. And so I know that they came to y'all because y'all were they last ditch effort. Like, I don't, this is just cooning at its finest to me. I'm terribly ashamed <laughs> that this is a band for my whole town. I am. It's horrible because they're not asking you to march because he wants like this is just him pandering I feel like to pandering. Donald Trump was probably like can we get some blacks? Can you <laughs> talk to some of the hubbacoos to see if they'll 
Hubble. You, you mean HBCU? Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Get some blacks. Just get some blacks to march. <laughs> like, but I wonder what in the world in the leadership idea that they thought this was gonna do for their school. First of all, it can't help. Let's talk about the leadership at Talladega <laughs> College. Again, let's go back to what you know about Alabama State and shit that they're going through. Oh yeah. Same shit at Talladega College. They don't have the strongest of leadership. It's it's not the greatest. And I think that they just saw this as an opportunity to give some recognition to their school like they just thought oh shit Talladega College is gonna be in the news and in the headlines and we gonna be all over CNN and shit marching in this inauguration the whole world's gonna be watching we wanna be a part of that or or whoever is about to get their ass kicked out is like if I can't have this school can't nobody have this <laughs> shit we gonna march gonna fuck all of this shit up for I leave yeah, yeah that might be it. cause this is not a good look this is and I don't know how anybody with any common sense could have like saw this and be like this is a good move to make because it's not it's the worst horrible decision the worst I there's nothing positive that's gonna come out of this for the school I don't I think they look like a bunch of coons now they look crazy they look crazy as fuck right now and again because Talladega College is so small because nobody even knows about its existence for the most part I guarantee they went down the alphabet of HBCUs got down the Talladega like nobody everybody was saying no and Talladega they got down to the T's that's how they got even found them I, I promise you nobody knows about this school like it's so small I feel like if you put in Google, list of HBCU colleges. I don't feel like Talladega would be in there. <laughs> I, I I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna do it right now. I, I want to. Do it. My internet been acting up. Let's see if that'll work. I'm Let's see if it'll work. Yeah, Google list of HBCU. You don't have to put colleges after that because no, U is already university. Yeah, and co- C is college. And college. Yeah. Oh, college and university. Yeah, historically, black colleges are university. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, Let's see, list of HBCUs. It might be on there. Drum roll. I feel like. Miles, <laughs> uh, Mississippi Valley State University. Miles shouldn't even be no damn HBCU. Let's see. It take a. Haven't worked oh, on Miles College. 104. Huh? 104. 104 HBCUs. Yep. Haven't worked on Miles College campus. I I don't. It just must be real easy to call yourself See, an HBCU. It's by the alphabet. I, I, this is what the, this is what his team did. <laughs> but it's in there. Let me see. I get down to the T's. I um, don't believe it will be there. Oh no! It is Tyler. Oh, it's got okay. <laughs> D plus. D plus. <laughs> this is great. A D plus. D plus is a fucking shame. <laughs> like, don't put a fucking plus on my D. Spellman got an A minus. Tyler got a D plus. Don't put no goddamn plus on my D. <laughs> Acceptance rate a hundred percent. Like, how much better is the plus supposed to make me feel about having a D? I don't know. Mm. But okay, so Whatever. after Talladega, they had Tennessee State University, Texas College, Texas Southern University. Tougaloo College. <laughs> Tougaloo. <laughs> Tougaloo. Tuskegee. And I know Tuskegee went finna do that shit. 
Oh yeah, Tuskegee too black. University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. There's a HBCU at Arkansas, nigga. Okay. <laughs> University <laughs> University of Maryland Eastern Shore. I mean, like there was some schools after, but I guess they got to Wilbur Wilberforce University in Wilberforce, Ohio. <laughs> got a C minus. I wonder, let me see what Alabama State got. <laughs> Just kidding. Shit, probably what the letter is. It gotta be a C. It has a C. Mm hmm. It has a C. Alcorn has a B minus. So, yeah. Uh, they, uh, Arkansas Baptist College got a D minus. At least Tyler Nigga got a D plus. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, they got a lot of bullshit on their Facebook pages. I mean, as should have been expected. Yes. You, oh, people talking shit. Yes. Yeah, you Why ain't gotta be it? no. You don't have to be a genius <laughs> to to be like, yeah, that's that's not a great decision. A great like idea. at a round table of making this decision, some people should be like, ah, uh, you know, this is gonna fuck us up, right? Get a lot of backlash. A lot of backlash yeah. behind this shit. Nobody's gonna be like, yay, you're you're marching in Donald Trump's fucking. Oh God. Stupid. It was a very stupid decision, and I am ashamed to be from there right now. It'll be okay. Because that is just ridiculous and stupid for so many reasons. So, yeah. Um, so, while we talking about black shit, let's talk about Dr. Umar. Oh, Lord Jesus, this. Let's talk here. about this. I don't even know what you would call this. This conscious rant. It wasn't even. I don't even know what this is. I saw a clip of it, and then I went on to find out that this was actually a forty-five-minute rant against somebody named General Seti, another Hotep-ass motherfucker. This nigga was talking like it was a rap beef. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've, if you have not seen like you they have short but you don't have to watch the 45 minute version i started watching it i could not finish it it was too fucking long but if you haven't seen it you need to see it because it's just so fucking funny he was so angry and i don't even know what it was about i have no apparently idea. <laughs> listen it's a bunch of different communities the woke community conscious community hotel community and i'm pretty sure that there's differences between all of them if you you know ask somebody who self-identifies anyone i'm sure they'll differentiate between them but somebody from one of those communities and umar johnson is from another one of those communities got into it about what validates them as being <laughs> more conscious or more woke than the other person and umar johnson like umar johnson to me is a con artist you know, not in the sense that... And he's supposed to be creating a school for Pan-African something. <laughs> I, I don't want to go in on, on, on Omar Johnson because, like, one, I just feel like if we can put his charisma, his enthusiasm, and his persistence in somebody else, <laughs> it'll be fine. But I just think that he's a little bit more self-absorbed than somebody that we need to represent us. And he's completely... He completely excludes white people. And I just don't think that is going to be how we move forward. Like he that actually still says cracker. <laughs> Who says that? I don't think like I heard it and I was just it just took me aback because who still says that? Like who who 
<sighs> Either way, I'm gonna tell you my main, main, main beef with Umar Johnson that I can't. The reason I can't fool with him because as a person who has a degree in psychology and has gone on to pursue a master's degree in counseling, he uses the, the field of psychology and human behavior to validate things that he says that we as a field don't believe. Yep. You know, his ideas about ADHD, it ain't real. Kids just need discipline. False. In co- according to our profession, homosexuality is a choice and is always rooted in trauma. According to our profession, false. He is misusing my profession and that's gonna make people feel a certain way about what Without, I'm supposed to yeah. feel I don't like that so I can't fuck with them just because of that alone that's my livelihood that's what I believe in I understand and know my profession and so the shit he's saying he just uses it as smoking mirrors to get people to listen to him more when it don't really encapsulate what the, the field believes so that's why I can't fool with him but at one part of the video he had the phone it like the phone pretended to ring and he answered it and he was like, no, I got this. Like somebody was talking to him like, one, was it a live stream? Because how would somebody be knowing what the hell he got going on if it wasn't? I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a live stream. Number two, while he had the phone up to his ear, it started ringing. It did, wasn't it them hoes ain't loyal, these hoes ain't loyal? I don't know. I don't remember the ringtone. I, I just know. These hoes loyal. <laughs> oh that shit is so fucking that did something for my soul but y'all it is he was so angry it was so full of uh, profanity he used the word nigga referring to that dude so many times and cracker he, he called him a cracker too <laughs> he ain't even white but he did talk about his skin tone he did talk about him living on his mama couch like you ain't wrote no books, nigga. You get all the words you get you that got from somebody else, but ain't that what you did? Ain't that what everybody who writes books for? It's research. Like, unless you wrote like a work of fiction, some shit in there that you got is not from you, Omar. Like, I'm sorry, Umar. You full of shit. <laughs> I don't know. One of the elders, elders called him out talking about you. That don't represent Pan Africanism. You know? calling out people because of the different shades he was like everybody know that melanated people all gonna come in different shades melanated is that really a word that's the word they use i don't know or give a fuck but i, I used it because they so use it that was another thing i'm melanated bitch i was like what it, it's full of so many gems i can't even melanated i can't remember i, I can't believe i forgot that because that was i i like i had to pause it because i was like he melanated I just think that's some shit that somebody <laughs> clearly we got melanin clearly we got high level of melanin as brown people and i guess they created that word melanated to represent people with melanin but i mean <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. That whole group of people confuse me all the time, <laughs> constantly. Like, I don't know what they believe. Oh, uh, they're the ones that believe that uh, menstrual cycles were. That's like hotel ish. The white is. That's like white that goes, people. That goes in the hotel shit. <laughs> like menstrual, uh, menstruation is a product of poor diet. The diet that the white man that had you on for your whole life. <laughs> We don't have to have any diseases. No diseases that exist are diseases. It's because of our diet. If we just ate banana peels and orange skins and grapes, then we'll be all right forever. Just fuck science. Yeah, like, <laughs> shut fuck the fuck science. up. But I think, I think Hotep start getting into the, 
like when you get deep in the whole tip, it starts getting into that supernatural, weird, crazy, gods, life and death, you know. Like they spell woman like W O M B A N because life starts with woman. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> shit like that like that get into the kooky part of hotel shit I oh, think it's a more shit. reasonable part of it but I don't think I, that's why I said I think those different groups will self differentiate between each other of what they are and I before this I had never even heard Umar Johnson talk about pan-Africanism maybe I had heard him enough he talked a bunch about that he kept saying that and Saying that he he kept saying you meet me I'm doing this show we gonna answer these three questions and we gonna see who got the better answer nigga we gonna we gonna see what ha- what have you done for the community <laughs> like it was just- he came out with a response did you know that he came out with like a general city uh uh air quote apology Umar it wasn't an apology uh, it was basically him saying that he shouldn't have to defend himself that his followers should defend him. What? type situation oh okay <laughs> he said at the very beginning this is going to be a, a a brief response to the situation that happened the other day i moved the mouse on the youtube video to see how long it was an hour <laughs> that nigga don't know the definition of brief that's the only thing i learned about umar johnson during that whole thing an hour is a brief what well, a rant was 45 <laughs> minutes <laughs> shit damn this is a brief response uh, he just getting rambling like that I, I part of part of the reason why I, why he was hollering, I, that's why I, my I, my biggest issue with Meek Mill and why I don't I don't like nobody hollering at me. What you holler for? They don't take all that. So part of the reason I could sit through forty five minutes of that shit is because this nigga was hollering. And another part is because he was rambling on and on and on about nothing. And I, at a point, I was just like, "Fuck this! Like I can't watch this whole goddamn thing. Like I just it's too much." You gotta get some thicker skin than that, brother. <laughs> like that might have messed up. That messed up so much of his credibility. Yes, it did. Because you look like have a people, crazy person. He's out still here. gonna have people come to his his shows, but the people that are not coming anymore are gonna be the rational and logical ones. Like this motherfucker. Now you gonna get crazy. the silly ass mental health, <laughs> mentally impaired motherfuckers that's coming. Hell yeah, you got angry. Hell yeah, you better get mad. Get mad all the time. These niggas better. They better not rise up against you. You're supposed to get mad and whoop their ass and kill them. Kill their children. <laughs> That's mental health. Mental issues. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Tyler Perry. He got a new show called Too Close to Home. I don't know what the hell the show about. I don't care. So Tyler Perry type shit, I'm sure. <laughs> but it got an all-white cast. Still some Tyler Perry I'm shit. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Perry need to start putting out shit that don't say Tyler Perry. Like, he should be a ghost. <laughs> he should be a ghost on his own shit. And you know what? People would watch it and love it. Probably. Cause his name right now just don't mean shit to so many people, and you know what? He either don't know that, and he keep using his name, or he know that, and he just don't care. Because the people who like him are gonna like anything he does. Like the people who be on my timeline with the have and the have nots, come on, they go rock with whatever it is that he gonna make. Madea movie number hundred and forty seven, and they gonna be right there front and center to watch. So it. he done got a lot of backlash. About the show for black people, which I don't understand because this is somebody whose whole career has been dedicated to putting black people on the screen. Like everything he has made has been black centered. So I don't see the problem. Like I don't give a fuck. I ain't gonna watch it anyway because I don't watch this shit. But 
if I was not gonna watch it, it wouldn't be because it was a all white cast. Like it's it's <sighs> all the shit he done done, and 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 even the sh- the black shit he get crit- uh, criticized for. So he can't win for losing at this point. So he called it reverse racism. How about that? That's what he called it. He also said something along the lines of, I'm starting to see less and less color as, you know, I grow because, you know, I've traveled the world and I met so many people and we all go through the same condition and circumstances type situation. And I'm like, okay, I understand that Tyler Perry, but you know, what about, what about somebody who don't get a chance to travel for 30 years? What about somebody who don't get to meet other people with those type of experiences? Like, I don't think your fight for justice or social justice, I don't think it has to do with you. I think that if you're only thinking about yourself in in social justice perspectives, you already doing it wrong. Yeah. I think you got to think about the people in the scenarios in which they can't escape, they can't get out of, and they are going to have experiences that you don't have. If you're going to be a social justice warrior or a social justice advocate or ally, anything related to social justice, you have got to get outside of the idea that it's just somehow about you. Because it's not. It's about other people that might be experiencing that shit. Him and Lee Daniels, I'm glad they're in a position in which they can see less racism. But I'm glad y'all in a position where y'all can't see that shit. But you're not just representing yourself. You nope. represent a lot of people. And you're trying to represent a lot of people through your works. So imagine how that shit's going to permeate down to people with these bullshit experiences. It's not going to connect to people. Nope. You can't write a show that put white people in situations black people are almost exclusively in and feel like black people going to connect to them. You kind of got to have them white people in white people related scenarios for it to connect to people. You can do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? But I think when you don't recognize that you you don't see less color, but I see color all day, every day, yeah. mainly because I'm seen as a color. You know, that, that shit got to be taken into consideration. I just, you know, but it is what it is. Tyler Perry, I ain't got no problem with him, but I don't rush to go see his shit. Daddy's little girl, I like that. Is Idris Elba in it? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't remember the last Tyler Perry thing I saw was. It's been on. But the early Tyler Perry movies had really, re- like the Medea ones, but that, but Medea wasn't the main character where she was just in them, but it was a different type of movie. Yeah. Like, I Can Do Bad By Myself. And it got, it had like a strong redeeming. It had strong redeeming shit. And like, in Daddy's Little Girls, the person that you wanted to win won. Yeah. <laughs> And I can do bad myself. The person that you wanted to win won. Like that—that's what I liked about his movies. Like the people won that you wanted to. I don't think it's like that no more. It's, it's just, they they don't got so. He's tried to expand his genre so much that I don't even know what he's trying to accomplish. I don't know what he ever tried to accomplish. I guess. I don't know. I thought it might have been trying to tell tell black people stories in a different way. I just the I always that underlying colorism within his stories like. Like all the plays and the movies, it was a dark skinned man that was like terrible to the woman. He was it was awful. He was and then this light skinned man rolled up on his horse and saved the day. All the plays were like that. And even like there's a play, what is the name of that play? I think it's Medea Goes to Jail. It's a reversal where the man is the one getting done wrong, 
But the woman that does him wrong is dark skin. I like I don't understand what his issue is. Um, but the colorism like is every every one of his plays. If you go back and look at his plays, the bad guy is always a dark skin man, and the good guy always a light skin man that comes in. He tried to get he tried to get some get back with for colored girls dropping them kids off that roof. <laughs> <laughs> the light skin dude did that. He did. Wait a minute! All the all the dudes that was bad was light skin. I think so. It wasn't no dark good. Wasn't no good men. It wasn't no good men. And in all the ones in there was was not well, dark no, skin. Because um, Janet Jackson's gay download motherfucker husband was dark skin, wasn't he? No, he was like red skin. I thought he was. <laughs> he was he was Cole Jackson color. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he listened to this shit. He gonna, <laughs> he be I dropped his name late by on purpose. <laughs> I'm gonna see if he listening. Listening to an hour twenty minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is gonna be hilarious. He he is red. He so maybe he was. I thought I thought he was dark, but maybe he was. Maybe red. I'm wrong. But if that's the case, somebody can correct me. Maybe I, Cole Jackson or Anthony. Shogun. Shogun. <laughs> I don't know. I just know every man in that movie was terrible, regardless of his skin color. They all was horrible. Wasn't no redeeming man in that movie. Everybody was fucked up. Rena Williams is about to get married to like a co-founder of Reddit. Uh-huh. But to most of the black community, she's about to get married to a white man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the same way Eve got married to the motherfucker that do the races overseas. And all people knew is Eve is marrying this white man. Same thing. What do you think about interracial dating? Do you have any qualms about it? I, is it a certain type that you find more acceptable than others? I don't really care. I feel like it's fucked up as shit is out here. You got to get it where you can. But I will say that you have to be very careful about fetishism people fetishize like they not side of their race and stuff but I don't really care about it I mean I ain't one of these people that see like a black man with a white woman and be like this bitch like I don't I just I don't care I don't it doesn't impact me like that I ain't mad at nobody in this situation but you know a lot of the black community get mad like they mad at Serena yep like I don't see why the black community would be mad at him because I want, he take I want everybody to experience some chocolate woman in there. <laughs> everybody should. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't I want? Like, I don't want this for myself exclusively. Like, if you can get some, bruh, go ahead. I mean, and people act like they see Serena with black folks before. Like, you, they, if that, she was like just one of these people who only gonna date white men, I can see. But the last people she been connected to was Drake and Common. And they ain't looking too good for the light skin men out there. Y'all fucking up. Apparently, <laughs> y'all dropped the ball. <laughs> y'all dropped the ball. But um, I don't, I mean, I don't, what, what you mad at her for? Like, if that's who she like, if that's who she want to rock with. Because like, these dudes be like, black women are ours. <laughs> we the only ones that can treat them like shit. Well, that's not the case. obviously I mean I don't I whatever if she happy if if she like it I love it I don't care but I could see people being upset about it because that's just what motherfuckers do you know what I know I just I just played into that that stereotype of black men you know not really being positive for women but man I talked to a lot of women that been going through a lot of shit 
niggas, with a lot of dudes. Some niggas like, ain't shit, man. Some of them ain't. But there are like okay. I, I I have dated white men and I have dated black men. The only difference that I can say that I have seen is I think white men have a tendency to be a little bit more sensitive and I think that's because they live in a world where they can be. And I think as a black man you taught from the beginning of life that you gotta be tough because the shit is difficult and it's hard and so I think they're less likely to be sensitive only because the world doesn't allow it as much as for white men. But like outside of that people are people and if you a fuck boy you a fuck boy white black or other like <laughs> that's the only difference that i really noted was that they're a little bit more sensitive as far as like i don't know well, they're I more mean, drake like i, I mean like. the reality is that every body got their own issue yeah. it's just that black people talk about their issues uh, amongst black people and I talk to black people and white people talk to white people and not only that but like black men have been demonized everywhere yeah in media everywhere so I think it's commonplace to talk about the negative aspects of black men in that regard because I mean there's some decent black men out it there is. and I tell everybody I had to tell myself this at one point at some point you're the common denominator so you have to you have to figure out why the fuck is it that you are Attracting motherfuckers of, of 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 like mind. Yeah, cause at cause at some point it's you. <laughs> you being a common denominator does not mean that you're doing something in the relationship that causes a problem. Sometimes it means the selection process yep. and how you choose people yep. is what's gonna bring you into bullshit. So at some point you have to kind of look at yourself and start looking outside of yourself to figure out what the fuck is it that I'm doing to contribute to these situations, but. Yeah, I mean, people are people at the end of the day. And you're going to find some great black men. You're going to find some shitty black men. You're going to find some great white men. You're going to find some shitty white men. You're going to find some great Latina. Like, whatever the case may be, it's shit people across the board. So, I don't know. If she like it, I love it. The only thing don't be mad, though. <laughs> the only thing that come to my head when I see stuff like that, it just make me, because of that dialogue that surrounded black men for so long, I don't want it to be that she was... Or felt like she was pushed to date somebody of a different race because she wasn't getting what she wanted to have from black men. I mean, you know there are women like that, right? There are women like that. There's women that. out here talking about some, I'm going to go over the white men, you know? Again, so at you some can point, go over you the, 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 the meth heads and exactly. <laughs> breaking and entering and, you know. Your racist ass. Why they got to all be meth heads? <laughs> Why not? They the only ones that do meth almost exclusively. <laughs> I mean, clearly, black some black people do meth. There but are black meth heads. If you go to the newspaper for Alabama <laughs> and look who been arrested for meth, I promise you, ninety percent of them is white. This is true. I mean, I I don't know. I don't think she did that. I I mean, I don't know Serena, so I don't know what the fuck her thought process was that led her to that. But I just feel like her, like a lot of people in her position, are around such a plethora of people. She on she done met all kind of folks in her career. I'm sure. And what does he do? Reddit? I don't know how she met that motherfucker, mm -hmm. but <laughs> you never know how these people meet people. But she from Compton. Yeah. How he gonna how she gonna take him to go and meet her uncles? <laughs> that shit gonna be real interesting. <laughs> I know, right? Like Them Thanksgiving meals gonna be real. She probably don't have to go back to Compton now. She probably could just fly her folks out there. That probably what she do too. It ain't no situation where she be like, We gotta go to my hometown and he's like Hey, ain't you from Compton? <laughs> we ain't going there. That ain't for me. He'll stand out like I don't like listen shit. to Kendrick Lamar albums. Compton. <laughs> I know what Compton, Compton is about. <laughs> I'm not going. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't I I would like to think that that was not a situation like that. And for anybody that do that shit, you stupid because you leaving a race of people you still my mama always my mom has always said wherever you go you take you with you so if you the problem go on over the white man you still gonna have those same fucking problems because you taking the problem with you because you're the problem you always with yourself so if if it's something internal and you gonna have the same shit with white men then you gonna it isn't about a, a race of man it's about the motherfuckers you choosing mm-hmm. and you got to figure out why you're making those choices but it ain't got shit to do with them being black the same way i don't want nobody saying oh i'm just not gonna date black women anymore because they're all this that and the third no we're not all the same the ones you done chose bruh again look in the mirror Figure out what the fuck you got going on, and maybe you will be able to make some different choices. And I don't like mass generalizations anyway, so no. I mean, I try to avoid them as much as possible. But that's kind of how our cultural dialogue is. Yeah, it is. As in America, it's like we always try to group people into things as if everything is this black and white. You know, when it's really just a whole bunch of shades of gray. Pretty much. One shade of gray is close as hell to white, and one shade of gray is close as hell to black. They all gray <laughs> as fuck. Pretty much. But anyway. That's all I got. You got anything else on your mind? That's it. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.